You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Row, Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going? Oh, you know, it's hot. Tits are out, sweaty. Rome's dying yeah, over I'm there. My, <laughs> I'm going to start wearing my tank top like this, just tits out. <laughs> That's how you make more money. Yeah. I can't wait to get, an, get an, uh, an OnlyFans going. I can't wait till we become a video show. <laughs> show off them sweet pink eraser nipples. You damn right. <laughs> um, so for tonight's show, Superflex has been growing in popularity. So by popular demand, we're going to do a uh, very fun, quick little Superflex mock draft for you people. But at first, we are going to cover some of the cuts and trades and other bullshit that's happened this offseason um right off the bat the big one rome your hero matareza has been cut for raping a 17 year old girl back in college time the fuck out we are gonna say allegedly on this show <laughs> until we find out more about this bitch all right i don't know i'm just fucking look i don't know i just need to know the whole story before i jump to conclusions you know, I, I am, this is the, I said this on, it might've been Twitter or Facebook, one of the two, this is a tale as old as time. Like it happens all the time. So you guys remember Sean Oakley? No, it sounds from, vaguely yeah, familiar. I, you know how you guys don't know because some bitch lied <laughs> and said that he raped her. The guy was from Baylor and just looked like a fucking human statue. He just looked like a Greek god. He was going to be incredible. He was good at Baylor. Bitch said that he raped her. Complete lie. He went to jail for like three years, and then she was like, ah, just kidding. Nothing happens to her, and his whole life's fucked up. Now, all that being said, it's not looking good for Maddie. All right? Matariza is not looking great. You heard it here first, folks. Rome supports rapists. Moving on. Brian Robinson, our hero, our hero. Uh, tragically, he was fucking shot, man. He was shot in the lower leg in his one of his ass cheeks, one of those beautiful chocolate glutes. But he, um, apparently, he's in high spirits. He's already been discharged from the hospital, and the commanders haven't placed him on IR yet. So there's a chance he's not going to miss much time. You know, it could just maybe it was just like a simple. I mean, I don't know how he's gonna. I mean, who knows what's going on? But nobody knows like where he got shot. Like there's. He got shot in the glute in the leg. They said it hit him in the knee, but it didn't hit anything vital. Did it just like graze him? Like what if I, I yeah. like I don't know, I drafted him like literally what the day before? The mm, night before? Yeah. The same night. Night before. It was the, the night before the he got night, shot. Yeah. And then I was like, well shit. I'll just throw him on IR. And then it's like he's doubtful. And then they're like, well. He has a good chance to play. We're not going to put him on IR. I'm like, well, shit. Now I can't get a waiver pickup. We just got to wait and see how long he's going to be out and how he is when he comes back. Like, 
I'd still hang on to him. I've got two questions. One, I need to know the exact whereabouts of Antonio Gibson that night in question. The exact <laughs> whereabouts. He was with me the entire time, <laughs> yeah. I swear. Me too. I don't yeah, fucking right. know about that. He was on a date. Yeah. And then two. <laughs> and Obviously. then two. I think fucking Robinson gets back and plays week three. Ooh, spicy. He could. You never Dude, it depends how we got. Like, if it went through something, he's probably not going to play that soon. But if it's like some grazes, like they're. I've never, like, been shot, but I've seen pitchers. And grazes, like, they're pretty brutal and they're pretty bruised, but it's not, like, the same as it going straight through you. Like, you but probably could come back in a few The weeks. fact that he. The fact that he made the 53, they cut Jarrett Patterson. Yeah. I think it's a good sign that he's not going to miss much time, if any, at all. Now, all this is still purely speculative, but all I know is, like, just thank God he's okay. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, because, like, you know, jokingly, you know, we do fantasy football, so we, like, we want him for the sake of fantasy, but, like, just, you know, obviously just get healthy first because it's just a game. Yeah. Yeah, we're um, selfish about it, but yeah, you, it, there's certainly like could have been a lot worse. Let's see if he can come back soon so he can help us out. Like yeah, it's like so. a oddly selfish way to be, but yeah, yeah, there's a bigger picture there. And then uh, I guess moving on, we'll talk about some more cuts. Uh, a, a cut that should have happened but didn't happen, and then kind of fixed itself. Your boy Rome Jimmy Garoppolo re-signed with the San Francisco 49ers. Look, I'm totally okay with it. All right. I uh, at, when I first heard the news, I was irate because all you want as a 49er fan is to get something for him. But I think the God's honest truth is uh, Director Ross has been saying it for months. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Nobody wants to pay out for this guy. So, you know what? Pay him. He'll be the highest paid backup. I don't know. Is it ever? I don't, I'm not sure. No, it's his contract's like 14 million or so. so it's, it's not even that crazy. But it's like, you know what? It's a good backup. If Trey Lance fucking shits the bed, who knows? You know, at least they have. From what I've heard, they've had a they have a good relationship, Lance and Garoppolo, so it's fine. But I hope that they can move him. Still, maybe it'll make it a little easier to trade him with it only being a one year deal and not having all that fucking excess bonus cash and shit. It's just all salary based. I, I, that's the thing. Like, like as time progressed, because I remember seeing your angry text messages mm-hmm. in our group chat and i was like you know what i think it actually makes sense for the team because they can't find a trade partner so fuck it like let's just re-sign him make a more manageable contract if someone might be willing to especially like if quarterbacks get hurt or shit the bed now all of a sudden jimmy garoppolo is the you know the sexiest piece out there so um so that's a good but then speaking with the 49ers trey sermon was finally cut even though you you fucking hate that guy rome Listen, all I'm going to say is this. He's been poop. He he is poop, and he's probably always going to be poop. Um, uh, one fucking yard per carry against backups. It This is why he got cut. I'm glad. I'm happy. Let it fucking be Elijah Mitchell's show. You know, let him do his thing. And then they've got Wilson, who, what's his name? Got cut to uh, Hasty. Yeah, Jermichael Hasty. Yeah, he kind of showed out a little bit in the last couple of years, but hey. He actually re-signed already with someone. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to find that right now. <clears throat> yeah, but with Sermon, I'm glad he's out. Like, let him land somewhere else. Maybe he'll land on his feet, but 
It's doubtful. Jamichael Hasty signed with uh, Jacksonville. Oh, perfect place for him. Yeah. Uh, other big ones. What else happened? Who else? Got- oh, Marlon Mack. He got cut by the Houston Texans, but he is expected to sign with their practice squad. So I wonder if that's more like disrespectful. Fa- <laughs> well, is, is that is that faith in in Damian Pierce or is that like a, he's still not completely better from that Achilles injury or both? I think Pierce became a star yesterday when they cut Mac. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the other big ones, Philip Lindsay cut from Indianapolis. So now it looks like he's going to be the Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor show, which I mean, let's be honest. That's what it was going to be to begin with. Right. Yeah, that made sense. But at the same time, like you still kind of want to have a couple extra bodies, especially at the running back position. But, you know, hey, especially a guy who's got a proven track record like Lindsay had. But again, he what was his contract worth? Does anybody know? Because he was probably getting paid a decent chunk. Yeah, it's probably like, too much. That's probably what it came, yeah. comes down to. Uh, Kenyon Drake, he was cut by the Raiders a couple days ago, but then re-signed with the Baltimore Ravens today. I think that's more of a <clears throat> Gus Edwards thing because he's starting the season on the PUP. Because I, I think J.K. Dobbins, I think he's going to start the year, but I think he's just going to be kind of managed early on. Uh, well, they were saying he was limping around today, weren't they? I saw. Yeah, they were saying it was an, a substantial limp. The thing here is like we're doing the exact same thing as last year. In Baltimore, it's a yeah freaking carousel, and next person jumps on, jumps off. Like, I'd be comfortable with Dobbins if you want like a week one, maybe week two running back. Then look at Davis or Drake, but it's not it. Yeah, uh, Sony Michelle cut by the Miami Dolphins and signed with the Chargers today. I think that's really it for the big one. Oh, well, Tevin Coleman uh, was cut by the. New York Jets. So it looks like it's going to be Michael Carter, Brees Hall over there. Good. Wasn't wasn't there some trades? I know, oh, I know Jaylen... defensively, Ch- Chauncey Gardner Johnson got traded, but that doesn't really impact even in even no the one defense cares anymore. about defenses except for Rome. Got, like, even if you even if you play steal. with defense, I don't think it moves up Philadelphia that much. But it was a steal. Um, Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager gets traded to the Minnesota Vikings. I feel like he's going to be the number four receiver behind Osborne. Rome thinks otherwise, but I think he's going to be. They're probably going to put him at the slot, or they put Thielen at slot, which is going to be sexy as fuck, and let Rager play the outside because I don't think Osborne's all that good. Although, oh, and your boy Lavisca Chenault was traded to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? I I'm think really, I... I'm really disappointed that he never. I don't know. We'll see if he's if he gets the opportunity. I think LaVisca Chanel just needed a change of scenery. I mean, he's a freak athlete. I would actually like to see them convert him to a running back. Yeah, it's something. You have him do the Debo Samuel shit. Like yeah. or trade him to the Niners. Because <laughs> that's what they need. That's the thing. He's, he's going from one team that can't use him to another team that probably can't use him to the best of his ability. It's not it's whatever. Right. If he went to a better team, then cool, but and the last, the last one that I have here of like no, not even that big. OJ Howard was cut by the uh, Buffalo Bills, so Dawson Knox get out that beautiful afro. Yep, didn't even get drafted in our home league technically. Yeah, fuck that guy. Whatever. 
the most important cut, Alex Leatherwood, <laughs> offensive tackle. For, so the last five first round picks by the Raiders, none of them are on the Raiders. And they had five picks in the last three years. Good, good for them. The Saints need Mike, a tackle. Mike Mayock is a genius. Leatherwood is not a good player. He's he's probably better off as a backup. Did anybody pick him up? Not yet, but I heard he's visiting Baltimore or Chicago. Ooh. No, Chicago. Also, ooh, I like that. Anything can help uh, my Montgomery pick up. There you go. All right, I think that's it for drops and cuts <clears throat> and stuff for now. Um, you guys ready to draft? I'm so fucking ready. All right, Let's so this draft, we're doing a uh, super flex mock just because that's been so popular. So for those of you that don't know the way super flex works, you know, your regular flex, you can play a wide receiver, running back, or a tight end. But in super flex, you can play a second quarterback. So... My personal strategy, I like getting quarterbacks early, but let's just kind of see how the draft shakes out. Rome has the 101. Fish is drafting at three. Director Ross is joining us again. He's going to be at the five, and I have towards the tail end at the 10. So let's go ahead and get things started. All right, let's jump it off. Listen, boys, I know everybody's probably going to talk shit about this because Josh Allen is, I guess, your consensus number one quarterback. Listen, I'm I'm predicting a drop-off this year. You know, the changing coordinator... I just don't see him producing the way that he has been. So I'm going to take a guy who I think is a fucking stud, much to Josh's chagrin, Justin Herbert. Yes, bitch. Nice. Love that pick. Nice. And then the team two picked Jonathan Taylor, letting Josh Allen fall in my lap. So that's going to be my pick. I disagree with Rome. I don't. I don't see them falling off. They have more weapons than they had last year. Um, you know, they replaced Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley with Gabe Davis. I think that's an upgrade. Um, yeah, Josh Allen, easy pick. Mahomes moved after that. I don't like Lamar. I don't like Burrow. And I'm actually down on McCaffrey. I'm going with Jefferson at, at five. Ooh. I actually like that pick a lot. Uh, you can't go wrong with Justin Jefferson as a first-round pick in any format. Uh, after Director Ross took Justin Jefferson, it went Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Burrow. Now I am on the clock. There are a few really good quarterbacks, obviously, still available. Again, it's super flex. I don't I, – I generally like to have my second quarterback by, like, the fourth-ish round. Um, I'm drafting at the 10 – and there's still a few quarterbacks that I like. So there's only going to be four picks between me and my next pick. Um, I might just try to lock up a stud running back. So I'm going to go ahead and take Austin Eckler here at the 10. And just see what comes back to me. So the next couple picks, it went Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey, Kyler Murray. So now I'm going to go ahead. Like only one quarterback was taken. I'm actually kind of down on Kyler Murray this year. Um I'm going to go ahead and grab a stud here at quarterback. Um, I'm going to grab Jalen Hurts. Rushing upside, added A.J. Brown. You know, it's one of those players where don't watch him actually play football. Just look at your fantasy points by the end of the week. So. Being a half PPR, Russell Wilson went. I'm okay with him as a QB one. 
but Mixon and Cook go, so I really like Mixon this year. You know, I'm all in in hard knocks, so give me Dan Campbell's DeAndre Swift. I, you got to love the, the hard knocks uh, bonus points that everyone gets this year. And this season has been outstanding. I love Dan Campbell. It's, I would go to war for know, that man. I like the bonus points too, but I don't really think Swift's getting bumped up that much from hard knocks. Like he was pretty good last year. Either way, Dak Prescott went after that. So team four is the first team to take two quarterbacks. Next quarterbacks available is Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. So you kind of fall off a tier there. All really good quarterbacks, but you don't get the rushing upside. But we're sitting here, and there's only you know four picks after me. Two of them are Rome, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm going to start looking at other positions. Some of them are already getting kind of thin here. So I'm going to take Nick Chubb and start solidifying my running backs. All right. So after Fishy went Chubb, Matt Elbow, hopefully the Elbow's good Stafford went. And uh, now I'm sitting on the clock. And I got to be honest, I, uh, I'm i not really sure what I want to do here. But I, I, number one, I'm going to go ahead and take Devontae Adams because I think him linking up with Carr this year is going to be phenomenal. He's more than, more than worth a late second round pick. And then I'm going to go ahead and snag... A hopefully, and again, I we talk about this all the time. I don't think he's going to get suspended. I'm going to take Alvin Kamara, lock up a good running back. That's a great pick. Yeah, I did that on our home league. I took Alvin Kamara. I don't think he'll get suspended. I think he's falling pretty far. A lot of people are down on him, but his quarterback's healthy again. Last year, he played with garbage quarterbacks and was RB8. So, yeah, Stefan Biggs went after that. I got a lot of picks until my next turn, so do I want to risk waiting for quarterback? In this instance, I'm probably going to say no. Um, quarterbacks on the board, there's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance, Derek Carr, and then you got Kirk Cousins, kind of drop a tier after that. I am going to go with Derek Carr. I really think he has a lot of weapons this year. I like Tom Brady You're here too, bitch. but he is kind of old, so – just to mitigate that risk, I'm going to take Derek Carr. You're a goddamn monster. Why is that? Because I wanted to link up Adams and Carr. <laughs> oh, no. fair. Well, there was absolutely no way Carr was making it back to you. So mm. uh, then after Carr goes Andrews, I mean, look at the draft board. About 14 QBs still need to go before it gets back to me. So I got to get one. And. It comes between the two geezers of the league, Brady and Rodgers. <laughs> well, you know what? Tom Brady has about half a lineman left, so I'm going to stick with Rodgers and his plethora of shitty receivers. His wide receiver by committee? Can't go wrong with Aaron Rodgers, man. Can't count that man out. So after uh, Director Ross took Aaron Rodgers, CeeDee Lamb, Trey Lance, Javante Williams, so teammates... It looks beautiful in the running back room with McCaffrey, Mixon, and Williams, but they're really going to be hurting because their starting quarterback is going to be like Trevor Lawrence or some bullshit like that. Um, Debo Samuel went right before me. Now, I have Eckler and Hurts. I might grab another quarterback right now just so this way I have my two starting quarterbacks, and 
I actually disagree with Fish saying that Kirk Cousins is a tier below. I actually think Kirk Cousins is going to be a top 10 quarterback by the end of the fantasy season. You know, I mean, like I said, I mean, I've I've compared him numerous times. Kirk Cousins is missionary sex. It's nothing special, but it gets the job done. He's going to throw for 4,000 yards. He's going to have 30 touchdowns. So I'm going to go ahead and head. Actually, no, I'm going to gamble here because I think I can get Cousins on the turn because Team 11 does have Kyler Murray. Team 12 has no quarterback, but that's okay. I'm going to lock up another running back here that I'm super high on, Aaron Jones. I think with the absence of Devontae Adams, he was actually – Aaron Jones was actually the number two wide receiver on Green Bay last year. I – Aaron Jones might be the number one wide receiver on Green Bay this year, especially in half PPR. He's going to be huge. You know, I have two high potential running backs with Eckler and Jones, especially in half PPR. And look at that. Right after I went, Tom Brady, Tyreek Hill, Barkley, and Fournette went. So now it came back to me. Um, I can grab Kirk Cousins here, which I probably will because now I have basically two whole rounds until I get to pick again. And I have two stud running backs. I'm going to have two good quarterbacks so i'm gonna go ahead and grab kirk cousins right here all right now it's up to me uh no qbs went but kyle pitts did and evans keenan allen and james connor i'm looking here i'm really liking aj brown george kittle's okay uh I do want a receiver. There's one I have my eye on. Hope I can get him around. I'm going to go with a running back, seeing how there's not many running backs taken after me. I'm going to go with a pretty shitty running back. (laughs) And it's going to piss off someone in this call. Yes, it is. Don't do it. Uh. Oops. All right, so that pretty shitty running back was Ezekiel Elliott. AJ Brown went after that. The running back's pretty thin at this point. Um, you're in kind of that place that everybody calls the dead zone. I think there's some running backs in that area that I'm willing to go with in some scenarios, but right now it's it's not the scenario. Um, the best players on the board, probably George Kittle. I mean, Higgins is there. Pittman is there. Um, at this point, this isn't my favorite play, but when someone falls to you like this, and I wouldn't say it's falling that far, but it's not going to come back to me. I'm going to take George Kittle. All right. So after the Kittle pick, Brees Hall went, and I am on the clock here. Now, I'm feeling pretty good. I gotta, I've got a decent guy at just about every position except for tight end, which is completely okay. I'm going to go ahead and take... I'm going to go T. Nope, I'm not. I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. And then because he definitely won't fall to me, I'm going to take a chance here, link him up with Waddle, and take Tua. Not bad. If Tua can pull things together this year and improve with his two receivers that he's got, an improvement in the running game, that could be a great pick. After that went Darren Waller. And I'm back on the clock. So I have Higgins still available. Pittman still available. And some of those running backs in that same tier we were talking about before. And I just feel like at this point, I do need another running back. But I kind of can't pass up 
on the upside of these receivers here. And I'm I'm going to take Pittman over Higgins, mostly because he's number one target on that team. Great pick, Fish, because I was hoping he would fall to me. Um, I'm looking at a receiver here. It's too early to reach for a tight end. I mean, Terry being the number one on Washington when they get got an upgrade. Yes, once is an upgrade to Heineke. Higgins, I if I want a number two for a team, I'd rather have Williams over Higgins. I think I'm going to go with the safe floor and go with DJ Moore. Fan favorite over here at, at Team King Josh. I, I love DJ Moore, right, Rome? I think DJ Moore is falling <laughs> he, a lot right now for no you know, reason. He, he's, he's really not that he's got bad. A better quarterback, and he's done pretty good. He's shitty. <laughs> Uh, so after a direct roster of DJ Moore, Dave Montgomery, T Higgins, scary Terry and camp makers went. So now I got two running backs. I got two quarterbacks. So I'm looking wide receiver this round. There's still a lot of guys out there. I'm going to go ahead and grab DK Metcalf right here, just because he's the number one wide receiver on the team. Geno Smith and him actually did okay together. Plus DK Metcalf is a fucking freak of nature. He's still going to get thrown at like 120 some times this year. Their Uh defense isn't particularly good. So they're probably going to be behind a lot. Like, I understand why people are fading DK Metcalf, but at the same time, like, why? He's still very talented. I, I don't. Yeah, I get I get that you fade him, but that makes it a good value at that spot. Yeah, right? dude, fifth round, like I said, I, I just. Okay, so then after DK, Deontay Johnson went, Josh Jacobs, Mike Williams, Antonio Gibson, which I think his ADP is kind of murky right now, especially with the you know, fucking shooting of Robinson, a couple other things going on, but I, I, I don't know. Cause you know, all this is all that generated ADP bullshit. So I'm not even entirely sure. So, all right. So I got DK Metcalf. I'm going to grab another wide receiver here that I am in love with. It's going to be the DK Metcalf replacement Cortland Sutton over in Denver. So now I locked up DK Metcalf, locked up Cortland Sutton. I'm really liking the way that this team is turning out right now. I got two number one wide receivers on the team, two stud running backs, and two good quarterbacks. So back to you, Director Ross. Well, after King Josh took Sutton, Dobbins, Justin Fields, Dalton Schultz, and Hollywood Brown go. Um, I'm looking at all the picks after me. All but one team has two QBs. So as long as I have two QBs I like, which I do, I can wait. So I still need a receiver to fill out my my lineup. The number one tight end available is Hawkinson, but I have Swift, and I don't want to have two players in the same offense unless they're studs. Um, so I'm going to bite the bullet. And I'm going to reach a tiny bit and go Jerry Judy. I don't think that's too far of a reach. I like um, that pick. After Jerry Judy. Right. After Jerry Judy, Allen Robinson goes. Um, players on the board. They have Elijah Mitchell here. You know, a couple quarterbacks. Hawkinson. I already have tight end. I already have two quarterbacks. Like uh, Ross said, it was a great point. A lot of us already have two quarterbacks, so he doesn't really have to worry about that at the moment. 
Um, sure, someone can grab a third, but there's there's still some decent quarterbacks out there. Um, so I'm leaning between two two things. I'm either going to grab a running back or a receiver to start filling out my roster. And looking at the players on the board, I'm, I'm really kind of torn. And I think what I'm going to have to do here is take A.J. Dillon, even though there's some wide receivers out of the number one target option on their team. Well, uh, after A.J. Dillon went, who was definitely I was eye-fucking, the other guy that I was eye-fucking, Eli Mitchell, went. So now I'm sitting here with my dick in my hand, and I'm not sure what to do with it. Um, So what we're going to do is go ahead and solidify... We're going to solidify my wide receiver room and I'm going to snag a guy who might not start the season because I know he's a little bit banged up, but I'm going to take Chris Godwin. Rome, question for you. Yes. You took Tua in the fifth thinking he wouldn't make it back to you. Seeing how only one other QB was drafted in between, do you regret that pick? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. That's fair. It's always tough though, because you never really know. Like if you if you don't think someone's gonna make it back to you, you don't know. So you're kind of you you get. I want to say you forced, but you run the risk of it, him not making it back. And if you think he's better, I mean, you regret Correct. it in hindsight, but at the time, it may have been a good decision. Well, and well, at the time, you got to see that yes. It looks like it in theory because Justin Fields has been the only one that's gone since then. But I'd have, I would rather have two, I think, than Fields at this point, especially since I've got, I've got shares in Waddle and I've got, um, I just feel like one of those other teams would have gone to a, that's just what I believe. Cause I think that offense is kind of primed to pop. So I'm, uh, I'm looking here at what I've got available. And it is it is not the best. I'll tell you what, just not the best. But what I'm going to do is I need to have another running back. I'm I've only got Kamara. That's not the best in the whole world. So I'm going to take, at the very least, a starter. He's in a great offense, and I'm going to take some uh, some Ceh Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Are you worried that uh, Ronald Jones might take some snaps from him? Certainly, he might take some snaps from him. But I think that. All in all, Clyde Edwards Hilaire didn't he didn't lose his job. He got hurt last year. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's a first round caliber player and has played like that in his years that he was playing. I mean, at this point, how many games did he miss last year? Seven. You know, it's that's tough, man. That's tough. He still ran he still had a good yards per carry, you know, only four touchdowns. We'll see if he could up his passing game or his receiving game, but he's just only 23. He's still got a whole lot of career in front of him. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's a terrible pick. Um, after that, we went to Brandon Cooks, who actually was who I was targeting for the next round, and kind of puts me in a little limbo here. Brandon Cooks is great. He's always been good. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is. It doesn't matter that he's on Houston. Brandon Cooks is a great value later in drafts every time. So now I got on the board, I got some receivers that are, that are pretty good. And it really, all the receivers are better than all the running backs. I already have two running backs. I need to solidify 
this wide receiver room. So I'm going to target just a wide receiver right now. I got a lot of picks to go, as we've mentioned already. And I'm going to take right now somebody who should get a lot of targets. I'm not like the most sold on him, but I like him most at this tier. And that's Amon Ross St. Brown. Say, I like it, Fish. And after the Sun God goes, Juju goes. I was sort of hoping I could stack Judy and Juju and just go full on, full on synagogue. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to gamble and I'm going to take a wide receiver one from a team with a damn good QB when he plays. So I'm going to hit up Amari Cooper and pray that Watson comes back halfway decent. Yeah, that's a good point. That's... I will say the the yeah, but the fact that Amari Cooper's your wide receiver three, like that's pretty awesome. I, I like that wide receiver room. Wide receiver four, he's a flex. Oh, Jefferson, sorry, you got first. Jefferson. You're right. Okay, that's hey, fuck, fuck. The fact that Cooper's your flex, that's awesome. All right, so after Ross took Cooper, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Darnell Mooney, T.J. Hawkinson, and Mac Jones went. I was actually kind of hoping that Mooney was going to fall to me. Uh, I'm actually been, he's been growing on me. Justin Fields actually looked really good this preseason and uh, got throw to somebody. All they have is commit and, and uh, Mooney. I mean, you know, Montgomery to an extent, but you know, I'm talking more just like the guys that are running out on routes. Um, I need another wide receiver. I need a tight end. I'm going to take a shot on a guy that was the wide receiver one just a couple years ago. I'm going to take Michael Thomas here. He's my wide receiver three. He might not be the, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I assume he's still the wide receiver one in new Orleans. Cause there's what, uh, fucking Alave and, and Landry. So I, I still think he's the wide receiver one there. If he's healthy, he's a total stud. Um, after I went, it was Ertz, Matt Ryan, James Winston, Rashad Bateman. So now I need a tight end. I do need a tight end. Although there is a wide receiver that is, and a couple running backs are actually looking at me right now. You know what? I'm going to grab a running back because fuck it. Why not? I'm going to go ahead and take Tony Pollard. Um, he's not going to make it back to me in the next round. I I actually I like Tony Pollard this year because I just don't see a world where he doesn't get involved in the offense a little more. Um, he, did, he did take away quite a bit from Zeke last year. Um, I mean, in, in PPR last year, Pollard was the running back 28. You know, he had 130 carries. At five five and a half yards of carry, he caught thirty nine balls. So I don't know. I, I like Pollard. I think he's good. You know, especially because there's a lot of other late tight ends I like. And you know, fuck it, why not? Yeah. All right. So after Pollard goes, Miles Sanders, Ken Walker, Gabe Davis, and Harris go. I, my gamble didn't pay off. I was hoping Winston would fall back to me, either Ryan or Winston. But looking at Team 12, and his two QBs are Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston. I'm okay with that in a super flex. So it's too early to reach on another QB. I want another running back, but there's not one I really like. I mean, I could go with a tight end, but again, one team doesn't, only one team doesn't have a tight end, and there's two decent ones still available, so I can wait on that. I don't want to stack Thielen and Jefferson. 
I'm actually hoping Fish takes Zealand from Rome, which I think will happen. Better not. So I'm going to gamble and I'm going to take a guy who's going to have a six week break and take another receiver and go Hopkins. Yeah. Hopkins is good, especially when you're having him as your he's already on your bench. You don't need to worry about filling in for a starter. Um, after that, Drake London went. Um, there's some tight ends on the board still. I, I already got a tight end. You know, if I wanted to solidify the quarterback position here, if and this is a big if, if I had a quarterback with a late bye week, I would take Deshaun Watson right now. But I got Carr and Allen, and their bye weeks are both before he comes back from suspension. So I will not be doing that. Um, and then I also will not be stealing from Rome because I have a boyfriend named Hunter Renfro. Sometimes you gotta lock sometimes you gotta lock up the boyfriend, man. I get it. Listen, man, if you want to put a ring on it, all right. Anyways, I I guess I'll take Thielen because yeah, I need one. I'm not not sure about Godwin's health right now. So let's take a guy that will at least be out there for sure. Thielen it is. And then I I need one more running back. Nice little backup. Uh we're gonna go ahead. I'm I'm debating between two players right now. I'm debating between Devin Singletary, who I do like very much, and Chase Edmonds, who I think yeah. a lot of people are sleeping on Chase Edmonds a little too hard. I actually really like Chase Edmonds. Um but I think at this point, I'm going to take the the higher-powered offense with a guy. Man, he gets a lot of shit, but Devin Singletary is my guy. You know what? When you brought up the name Chase Edmonds, I, I want to make this point. If you're drafting, especially like us, like, you know, we're on a computer so you can look at all the players. Just scroll down a little bit because I where I took Pollard, I probably would have taken Edmonds instead just because Edmonds, especially now with the cutting of Sony Michelle and I love chase Edmonds this year. I think chase Edmonds is going to be great. Um, I've been pretty vocal about, especially like mid late round, you know, running backs like this to get a starter this late, you know, I, I think that's a good pick. So yeah. So just be, be aware of who's still available out there. Cause you know, I took essentially a, a running back to, like the, the the backup running back where I could have taken an actual starting running back instead. Yeah, absolutely. After Singletary, Traylon Burks went, and just to echo that sentiment, I will be taking Chase Edmonds as my third running back and plug him into my flex. So I'll have a solidified roster, and now I can just add depth. So after Edmonds goes, Kareem, Kareem Hunt goes. And you know what, Fish? You said his name, and this is who I was planning on doing. That's when I went with Rodgers with a week 14 buy. And I'm going to pick up another suspended guy, and I'm going to gamble on Watson. So I can stack him with Amari Cooper. It's certainly always worth the gamble. If, if, you, as, if you're going to take someone like that, it's good to try to plan it out with players that don't have a bye week. But even if you don't, you can make it work. All right, I dig it. Uh, I took a gamble and not taking a tight end. I had my eye on Dallas Goddard. He fell all the way back to me here at the ninth round. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Dallas Goddard. And then this way, my starting lineup 
in theory is full. Um, I think Goddard is he's he's a very serviceable tight end. You know, like it, it, it's he doesn't cost you a lot of money like an like an Andrews or a Kelsey Kittle guys like that. He has a safe floor on you know a, a decent offense. So after to Goddard went Alan Lazard, Chris Olave, Dawson Knox, Pratt Firemuth. So now here we are at this point. I have all my starters. Um, I'm currently scrolling through to see if there are any other starters out there. And lo and behold, here is a starting running back. Damian Pierce is still available. I'm going to go ahead and grab him. Uh, the Houston offense has a lot of faith in him. I, I like that. Super talented guy. I already have three potential starting running backs in Eckler, Jones, and Pollard. So if I can wait on Pierce to become a thing, whether he takes hits the ground running as soon as the season starts. Oh, go ahead, Fish. I'll make a point that people should probably know is that I, I thought about drafting him there, and I, I was playing the, the ADP game, hoping you guys didn't notice. He'll probably be drafted much higher in most leagues with a lot of the recent news. Um, but it, this, it does add to the point, like make sure that they actually got drafted because sometimes they do fall. Yeah, certainly. And then pl- plus, like I said earlier, like scroll. Cause like I, I just happened to, you know, I was just looking at current ADPs. Now Pierce's ADP should be going up a lot higher than like, like what fish was saying right now. And I scrolled down just a few more clicks and there was Damian Pierce. So it's like, well, fuck he's, gonna be the starter the offense has faith in him and like i was saying i already have three running backs so i can wait for pierce to become a thing or if there's a team out there that didn't draft a running back early or is lacking in running back i now have pieces i can move to you know hopefully improve my team or maybe upgrade at wide receiver or you know things like that I mean, I was playing the same game, so I would have sniped him from Fish. But then there's another running back I like, and he's part of a committee. He's in the most hated committee in all of fantasy football, and it's a Patriot. So I'm going to go with Ramondre Stevenson and hope I can get a few uh, receptions from him. That's great. I like it. I was actually kind of hoping he would follow me. At this point in the draft, um, we everybody knows that running backs hold the most value. We've got our quarterbacks. We've got our roster solidified. We're looking for depth. I'm looking for running back depth at this point. You know, we got Rashad Penny. I don't really trust his health. We got Michael Carter. Who knows how long he's going to last with Brees Hall behind him. And then Madison, Hines, Robinson. But there's a guy way down here who this might be a reach. Um, I know the sleeper will probably say it's a reach, and so would any draft grade you have. But I'm not sold on Cam Akers. So I'm going to pick Henderson. Um, I don't think Cam Akers necessarily has that backfield in lockdown. Henderson's only 25. He's looked good when he's healthy, and he's been healthier than Cam Akers. All right. Excuse me. So after you took Henderson, Tannehill went off the board, which is just wonderful because all of those hangups you have on Rashad Penny, I don't. I think Rashad Penn, especially now in the 10th round, I mean, we're talking about a guy that last year in 10 games ran for 750 yards and six touchdowns, 6.29 yards per carry. When he's healthy, he's great. Now, 
Yeah, yeah, I know I agree, he's 100%. Uh, 100%. But I, I'm looking at him going, you know, he doesn't need to start for me. He's going to be sitting on the bench. If he comes back healthy, now you're spot starting him. You could do whatever you want with him. I'm going to go ahead and snag a little running back depth and take me some Rashad Penny. Now, I'm looking at some of these tight ends, and uh, <clears throat> I might be the only one that doesn't have one. I believe that's the case and I that don't. will continue to be the case don't have them it's going to continue to be the case i'm not interested in snagging one as of right now so what i'm going to do is i'm going to snag a guy that might be nah they took too many receivers in a row listen i'm going to take bobby trees all right because i think yes going into tennessee he's going to be on the field he's going to be a starter might as well grab some depth some starting depth, if you will. After Bobby Trees went Sky Moore, and I'm back on the clock and still, like I said, just adding depth at this point. And there's a couple players that are up here. It's, you know, the ADP is recommending me a quarterback. I already have two. In some ways, you can consider it. You do. It is not a bad strategy to go three quarterbacks in a super flex. I am not going to do that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do the scroll down again here, and I'm going to look at some other positions. One guy here that's gonna be a standout player. He may miss a few weeks, but right now we're just adding depth. We can play him later. Um, we'll see how it pans out for when he comes back. But it's looking good, Michael Gallup. I like that. That's a good pick. So after Gallup goes, Gasecki goes. Who I. Despite the rumors, I still like him as a tight end this year. Um, there's one, two more tight ends that I like. But again, I don't really care. I have no problem punting the position and waiting to give me like Mo Alley Cox or something. So there's a name that I'm, I've been eyeballing for the last round, round and a half. I, but looking at my roster... As starting week one, I have Stevenson in my superflex spot with Watson and Hopkins uh, both suspended, and I don't like that. So I might be going. <sighs> I'm gonna go with another QB, which I absolutely despise. But, but I'm going with Vanilla Vic and Daniel Jones. I'm hoping mm, Dave can turn him around. Yeah, they can turn it around. He also has rushing upside. He can run. You know, he just can't throw. Yeah. So after Director Ross took Daniel Jones, Cole Komet, Michael Carter, Zach Wilson, Alexander Madison went. So I kind of want to get another wide receiver here. Um, I, I like the three that I have, but, you know, time to start building the bench. I mean, this is a limited draft, so we're just kind of picking up a, like, bench guys right now. Um this is going to be a total reach at this point, but just because I probably wouldn't draft him this early in a real life draft, but since this is a mock and for the sake of the mock and just cause I want to talk about him, I'm actually going to take DJ Chark here um, with Jamison Williams hurt and going to miss some time and Amon Ross St. Brown um, covering the slot, which I think Amon Ross is probably the wide receiver one 
in Detroit, especially because the last, what, five, six weeks of the season last year, he was like the wide receiver one in fantasy. But Chark's a big bodied guy. I like him a lot. Um, you know, he was a total stud in Jacksonville with Blake Bortles and Jared Goff is a slightly better version of Blake Bortles. So and plus, you know, I, I, it's a mock. We're having fun. So fuck it. Why not? And then I after that, MVS, Russell Gage, Kadarius, Tony, Tyler Boyd went. Um, I have four running backs. I have two quarterbacks. I'm not a big fan of any of the other quarterbacks available. Um, I kind of agree with fish. Like sometimes you want to get a third quarterback in super flex just so this way, like you can in theory, always have a quarterback to play, but sometimes I will say this, I'll bring this point up. Sometimes having too many quarterbacks can also pigeonhole you because you're playing matchups and in your head, you're like, Oh, I have to play a quarterback, but that quarterback has a shitty matchup. You don't always have to play the quarterback. Just play the best guys, you know, in theory, have the best matchups. So I'm going to take another wide receiver here just because I, oh, fuck it. Why not? I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and grab another guy that I've been pretty high on. And we were just talking about him not being drafted in our home league. I'm going to grab Nico Collins. Um, He's probably not drafted in your home league either. He's someone you should keep an eye on. Um, you know, the Houston offense, they have very limited pass catchers. Um, you know, last year in his rookie year, he had, he, I mean, I don't know. He, he had 13, he had 13 and a half yards per catch last year. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I think he's a talented wide receiver. It's just, you know, like Rome, we were jokingly saying he has an unsexy name and that's why no one likes him, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I like him. I like him. So, you know, Nico Collins, that's the name I wanted to bring up. Right, so after Nico goes, two tight ends, Albert O and Irv Smith go, and then two running backs, Naheem Hines and James Robinson goes. I know I need a tight end, and some teams are taking two tight ends, so I'm literally going to take shit and throw it against the wall and hope one sticks, and I'm going to go with Hunter Henry. Also knowing Rome needs one, it's going to piss him off that I took him. Greatly, yes, sir. You're, you know me well. Well, Hunter Henry's just a touchdown machine and and we've, you know, we've said it 6,000 times on this show. If you don't have one of the great, if you can't be great, be late. And all you want from your tight end is, you know, 30, 40 yards and a possible touchdown. And that's exactly what Hunter Henry is. It is exactly what he is. And here I am in, you know, like, like Josh said, in real life, there'd be more rounds than we're, than we're doing here. Um, I'd still take this person out this round. I would wait on the quarterback, so I understand that in Superflex you can start two quarterbacks, but at a certain point, the position players are more valuable than the quarterbacks. You can put a position player in your Superflex. It's not against the rules. It's not a 2QB league. Um, and I'm going to take another receiver here. And I really think that if things pan out, this guy could be a wide receiver too pretty easily. Uh, Jarvis Landry. We know Jameis Winston can – Support a high-powered offense. Yeah, he turns the ball over a lot, but he can support a high-powered fantasy offense. I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent, and I can proudly say that I have been sniped by a fucking computer. Uh, I was definitely after Landry's pick. We had Jamison Williams go, who I was one hundred percent looking at at this spot. I think Jamison Williams. Yes, he's out for the first four weeks. He's going to come back and absolutely spit hot fire on this league. I am very excited to see what he's capable of doing. I think him and Chark 
on the outside of this Detroit offense with Amon Ross St. Brown running around in the middle of the field is going to be fucking money. I know a lot of people say, oh, Goff this, Goff that. Man, Goff, listen, Goff is going to be just fine. He's going to be just fine. He's He got a team to the Super Bowl, plain and simple. I know he was shielded by McVay. It's all good. He still can throw dimes. I watched him at Cal. I think he's a good player. But since I got sniped, it's all good. You, you live and you learn and you move on. So I'm going to go ahead and take a guy who, listen, I don't know how long he's going to be out for. I'm really not sure. But I'm going to take the, I'm going to take, I'm going to take on the hospital bills, son. And I'm going to take me some Brian Robinson. <laughs> and, oh, and I for think the record, he could easily be the starter. For the record, where Fish took Landry, I would have drafted Landry over both Chark and Collins. But since we're doing a short draft, I simply just wanted to bring up those players' names because you could get them probably in like the 15th, 16th. Right. But I just wanted to bring up those guys. So I'm not, I mean, I'm stupid, but not that stupid. <laughs> so listen, I was thinking about possibly making a Fish's wet dream come true. I got to take a tight end, right? Now is here, last round of this draft. Who do you take right at tight end? I've got a couple of options. I'm looking at Noah Font. I'm thinking, hey, that looks okay. Except for, uh, yeah, Geno Smith is their fucking quarterback. I'm looking at the wet dream of fish and maybe even going Taysom Hill. Do they get passing yards if you play tight end? Does that still count? Yes. The running backs yeah. get it, right? Yeah, you know, it, it's an easy, it's, it's a possibility. I don't want to say easy. It's a possibility that this fucking guy just makes plays happen at the tight end spot. It's an interesting theory that fish had, and I like it. Hear What's me up? out with that too, to expand on that a little bit more. He's a better receiver than Adam Trotman. Yes. So if they need someone to play tight end and catch the ball, that's who they're going to use. Now, like um, you need to make your pick though. You're good. I got but, eight minutes. You're good. <laughs> this is true. Like uh, Josh said, like some of these names were thrown out there before. I was kind of doing the opposite. I was putting who I would really pick, but I, I will throw out some names of people who like I would look at right now or who you could look at later in the draft. Like there's, you know, George Pickens is still available. He's seems to be like an up and coming guy who I take a flyer on at this point. Um, Tyler Algier, if you think he's going to play. Johan Dotson's available. There's still a lot of good players out there. Obviously, we're doing a kind of truncated draft, so we're not going that far, but just kind of continue the thought process. You've seen our longer drafts. So, oh, agreed. So, look 100%. at that. Agreed. There's a guy here that I'm picking now just to play with the game. Well, once Rome makes his pick, I'll pick him. But just to play with the game of picking somebody now that I wouldn't pick right now, but I want to talk about. And if you're doing a super flex and even your last round of your draft, I'm on board with waiting a few weeks and seeing if this guy becomes a starter because he looked good in the preseason and the guy in front of him is not good. And he has tons of weapon weapons around him. Can he pick it? I, I like that. So going on this last pick here of mine and I'll get it out of the way, boys. I'm going to stack. I'm going to do a stack. I'm going to stack my tight end with my quarterback. And I'm going to take one a guy that I don't think anybody knows enough about, and that's Gerald Everett. I think the signing of Gerald Everett 
for the uh, the Los Angeles Chargers was a fucking steal. He we played for the Rams for a long time. I think he's going to be great with Herbert. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's do it. Yeah, I get it. I'm sorry. I thought that you were saying you were actually going to pick the other guy. Mm-mm. That's why I, that's why I moved to my pick. But yeah, I'm taking Kenny Pickett. I talked about it. So after Pickett goes, George Pickens Pickens goes. Rome, I got to say, I honestly hate stacking QBs and tight ends because they both share the same bye week. So you need need to make two roster spots for them. That's my number one hangup. But when I look at my team, I know I'm going to need another running back. The best running back available to me is Jamal Williams, but he's my handcuff. But I need someone who might be able to start. There's someone like Kenny Gainwell, Khalil Herbert, I mean, Ronald Jones, but even though he made the 53, he's still going to get cut by week four. <laughs> so I'm going to go with RB2 in Atlanta and go with Tyler Algier. Mm. I love that. I, like it. I think you got to think about that too. Ronald Jones probably ranked a little higher. You know, he just went a few picks after you. He's like the third Maybe fourth running back in that backfield. Could he be a thing? Could it could it pan out for him? Sure. But you know, you got players like Algier, like Khalil Herbert, who are the number two guy on their team. They're an injury away from massive product massive volume. I was actually gonna take Tyler Algier with my last pick. I think I know. Because <laughs> it's it's only a matter of time until he actually becomes the starting running back on that roster. Um a couple names I want to bring up because this is actually our last pick. Um, if you're in a super flex two quarterback league, a quarterback who it, it's not the sexiest pick, but one you might want to keep an eye on is Marcus Mariota. This entire NFL preseason, he was the highest rated quarterback in all of preseason football. Um, he with, had 17 passes though. Yeah, but that's true. But there's a lot of other quarterbacks with 17 passes. That yeah, should but you're be be, being efficient, you know, and plus, Again, this is like in a two-quarterback super flex. So this is your quarterback two or your quarterback three on your team. I don't ex- I don't hate that. You know, He's got rushing upside. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, you know, I don't know. I, I think they're going to have to move the ball around, and their defense sucks. Um, so I like that name. And then uh, let's see. So after Alger went, Rondale Moore went, Christian Watson, Kenny Gainwell, Ronald Jones. I'm going to grab another running back here because I want to have like a nice, well-balanced team. I'll take uh, J.D. McKissick just because with the Brian Robinson news and Gibson, I think he's going to have a super short leash all year, even though they did cut Jarrett Patterson. I think McKissick is 100% going to be involved, especially because, um, you know, he, uh, McKissick signed with Buffalo, but then re-signed with the Commanders. So I think they do have plans to use him. And, you know, who knows if Gibson's returning kicks, I, I don't know. It breaks my heart because I love Gibson so much. But yeah, so I took J.D. McKissick, uh, Marlon Mack went, then Jahan Dotson to round out our draft. Now, granted, these are all super weird drafts because we did such a short draft, but we kind of wanted to get a little super flex action in for you guys. One thing I want to say, though, is if you're going to draft Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett is available very late. So you can technically handcuff and B 
be okay because they do have late buys. Don't be afraid to handcuff Watson with Brissett. I mean, you have a QB up until what week 14 when their buy is. So yeah, that could be a possible strategy. That's definitely a very yeah, good point. It certainly yeah. is. And another thing to keep in mind is when you're listening to this show, like our last three rounds probably would be the last three rounds in your league with exceptions of some like Robert Woods, probably not, but <clears throat> Daniel Jones, maybe not, but Algier, Kenny or Pickett and McKissick, they all could have fought like Nico Collins could have fell further, but they're just players we wanted to talk about. So yeah. maybe not draft him where we did, but think about the last few rounds of this draft as the last few round of years. Perfect. Do you guys have anything else to add? No, sir. Nah. Hey, hey, well, good luck to you guys. Next week, we're going to be officially putting out our week one rankings and our start sits and all that other fun stuff. Um, Yeah, that's going to do it for us. Look at that. We got in just about an hour. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Catch us on social media at Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter, Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Email us at FilthyFantasyFootballShow at gmail.com. Oh, actually, wait. Hang on. Real quick. Real quick. We actually got a listener question on Twitter while we were doing the, the mock draft, but I wanted the draft to end. Uh, hey guys doing a 10 man draft right now. And people are drafting kickers and defenses in the eighth round. What should their punishment be? The fact that they did that. Yeah. Losing. <laughs> like, I guess if you want to punish them, find some, you know, I don't know, but they're going to lose most likely. Unless you got the only time that's worth it to reach for like a kicker or a defense is if you get the best one and you punt the other one. But like, even then I do it sometimes in leagues in our home league, just because, you know, ADP is thrown out the window, but in most leagues, bad idea. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Filthy F ball show on Twitter, filthy fantasy football show on Instagram. Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. Thank you so much. I love you. I am King Josh Josh King. Big roll. Fantasy Fish. Good.